Well, last year, uh, at this time, I preached every homily on the O Antiphons. And the O Antiphons are so rich that I don't feel guilty uh, about preaching on them again, because every year we can draw more out of them. So, uh, as a reminder, today, the 17th of December, uh, we begin this countdown, so to speak, uh, to Christmas. Christmas becomes all that much more imminent, and we anticipate it through uh, our liturgy by these uh, O Antiphons. And the, o, the Antiphons are sung or they're chanted or they're said uh, before the Magnificat that's recited in evening prayer. Now, again, as a reminder, um, some Catholics, many Catholics, this is kind of news to them, is that the church's liturgy goes throughout the entire day. We think of, when we think of the church's liturgy, we have a tendency to reduce it sometimes to the Mass. But the church's liturgy goes throughout the entire day. And there are seven um, points throughout the day that prayer is offered to God. Now, the Second Vatican Council was encouraged that not just the clergy, but also the laity would participate in this full liturgy um, and do, you know, vespers or do lauds. That is not done quite a lot. It's not done a lot. Compline, we're, we're, we're doing Compline uh, at St. Mary's on Sunday evenings as a way of trying to introduce people to the church, the, the more fullness of the liturgy. Uh, but in any event, there is a, a Vespers service every day. And at this point, really, just priests say it. Um, and uh, at the end of the recitation of the Psalms in this office, there is the Magnificat, and before the Magnificat comes the Antiphon. So for these next seven days in the in the Vespers service, um, the O Antiphons are seen, and then they're repeated in our Alleluia, the Gospel verse. So uh, you heard me sing not very well, but uh, you heard me attempt to sing today. O wisdom of our God Most High, guiding creation with power and love, come to teach us the path of knowledge. And so all of the O Antiphons, there's seven of them, you, you address Christ with a particular title. O Wisdom. O, and then it goes like this, and I'm going to give it in Latin because it only kind of makes sense in its fullness in Latin. O Sapientia, which is O Wisdom. That's what we do today. Tomorrow, it's O Adonai, which is a Hebrew word brought directly into the Latin, which means Lord. It's an Old Testament title uh, for God, and it's being deliberately ascribed to Jesus Christ. And then on the third day, it's O Radix Jesse, which is O Root of Jesse, O Clavis David, O Key of David, O Oriens, which means O Orient or Day, uh, day Spring, O Rex Gentium, O Emmanuel. So we end with Emmanuel, another Hebrew word, which means God with us, as we know. Now, what's, what's really neat about the series of O Antiphons, if you look at them backwards, they form an acrostic. So if you take Emmanuel, you take the first letter of Emmanuel, E, you add it to the first letter of Rex Gentium, R, and so forth and so on, you work backwards, there is a Latin phrase, Ero Cross, which means, I will be there tomorrow. So it's a celebration of this imminent coming of Jesus. So we're anticipating that that nativity is coming up. He will be there tomorrow. And um, just a, a final kind of reflection on this, uh, these, these O antiphons. 
if you look at them um, chronologically, you begin with wisdom. And that's what we celebrate today. We, we celebrate Jesus' wisdom. But that's Jesus in his eternal nature. And in a certain sense, it's Jesus in his kind of distant distant nature. He's far away from us. Before the incarnation, before he took upon himself a created human nature, he's far away, so to speak. Okay, He's far away from us. And then we call him O Adonai. And that is, I'll speak about this tomorrow at St. Mary's, that is a reference to God's deliverance of the children of Israel from Egypt. And so now we're entering into, we've gone from the eternal status of God's wisdom, now we're down on the earth and we're looking at the liberation of the children of Israel from Egypt in around 1200 B.C. or so. And then we, we call Jesus the Radix Jesse. So it's in reference to Jesse, who was an ancestor of David, who ultimately was an ancestor of Jesus. And that we're talking about 1100 B.C., and then we call Jesus uh, the Clavis David, the key of David. So now we're talking about David, who's lived about a 1000 BC. And then we refer to, to him as the, uh, the Orans, which can also talk about the branch of David. So from the lineage of David, now there's this anticipation of something coming forth from the lineage of David. And then we call him the Rex Gentium, the king of the, the nations. So now we're in the prophetic era, and the prophets, the, the prophets all prophesied. You know, Isaiah prophesied about the king of the nations who's going to come. And then finally, we end with Emmanuel, and that is the incarnation. So now we're up to, you know, the actual birthday of our Lord, and here he is amongst us. And so this whole progress of the most distant God and Jesus being the most distant from us to being the most near to us, this is a celebration of God coming close, for truly, as the acrostic uh, of the O Antiphons teaches us, tomorrow Jesus will be there.